Geekville Radio. Geeks and Geekettes, this is Seth, a.k.a. Xandrax, the mayor of Geekville and the host of Geekville Radio, coming at you with episode number 321, 321, and if you understood that reference that was the opening stinger, congratulations, you are old. But this episode, we're going to talk more about the DC movie and TV universe, now rebranded as the DCU, and James Gunn himself finally revealed some of the stuff he has in store. He called it Chapter One. And in that nearly six minute long video that I have linked at geekvilleradio.com slash 321, he talks about that, that this is Chapter One, and that this is, while all of this is that he's listing here as part of Chapter One, it may not be all of Chapter One, meaning that there, there could be other movies, games, and TV shows yet to come. Now, he covered a lot of ground in that six minute video. But here are a lot of the highlights. I think one of the biggest things to come out, at least as far as format, for lack of a better term, but he says that the DC Comics properties will now be in sync, not only between movies, but also with TV and gaming. In other words, all the characters, all the movies, all the TV shows, all the games are going to be part of a shared universe, much more like what Marvel is doing over all the mediums. Marvel has done this basically since the introduction of the MCU. They kind of still modeled the comics after the MCU. And the TV shows, while they weren't necessarily closely associated with the movies, probably the, the best example was Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but the Defender shows that were on Netflix, those also were still in the same universe as the MCU. They just kind of were off doing their own thing. But you do hear references to the other MCU if you watch those episodes closely again. But it's something fans have criticized, including myself, have criticized DC for, for not having this continuity. Because we've heard for for years, oh man, they should have Paul Dini write a Batman movie. That should solve the problem. Well, that hasn't been how something the size of Warner Brothers would work. Because all those different properties are essentially under different companies. There's a division that handles movies, a division that handles TV, a vision, a division that handles books. That's how a lot of these giant media corporations work. The, these other mediums are run out of different studios, so one doesn't necessarily know what the other one is doing. It's not a case of disorganization. It's just it's the, it was the business model. They, they were essentially being run like separate brands, separate businesses. And this looks like that will now finally be more closely knit. Because even some of the movies for DC just didn't really have that much continuity to them. Especially going back to before the MCU came, came along. I mean, there there were several DC properties that were made into movies. And we all know how much direct some of those movies were back in the 90s. And it was Steel and even some of the Batman movies. Not only were they not synced with each other, they just really just weren't very good movies to begin with. But thankfully, it seems like the days of bad comic book movies, for the most part, are over. Now, Gunn did also specify 
he explicitly mentioned that any movie, TV program, comic, or game that falls outside of this single shared universe is going to be given the Elseworlds label. And anybody who's familiar with DC, especially with the graphic novels, you've probably seen the Elseworlds label before. There was even a crossover story that was used in the Arrowverse or Flareverse or whatever when Ollie and Barry switched places and Barry was Green Arrow and Ollie was the Flash. But there's been some really awesome stuff done under the Elseworlds banner over time. I think I mentioned before that I would love to see the Superman story Speeding Bullets be made into a movie or even an animated take where it's basically Superman growing up learning how to be Batman. And there's, of course, Kingdom Come. That might be the best example of a great Elseworlds title. So the sequel to Joker, that's going to be Elseworlds. The Batman Part 2, that's also going to be Elseworlds. So so let's start with Chapter 1. It certainly seems like this is going to be done in a way similar to how Marvel did the MCU with all of their phases. They're just probably just going to be called Chapters here. And that is going to be called Gods and Monsters. Now that title is taken from an animated Justice League movie. That doesn't mean that the story will be used because, quite frankly, I don't think too many people would be into a Superman who's the son of General Zod and a Batman who's a vampire. I don't think that would fly with a regular audience. But it's still, it sounds cool. Now, regarding Shazam, Fury of the Gods, Flash, Blue Beetle, and uh, Aquaman 2, those are all going to be kept canon. They're going to be part of what leads into this rebooted universe. We've heard for a while that the Flash movie was going to be the on-screen reason for the DC Universe reboot. We're going to find out in that Flash movie how this new universe comes about. So that's kind of a perfect jumping on point to switch creative, you might say. But we'll go in the order that Gunn listed them in his video. The first being Creature Commandos. This would be an animated series. And Creature Commandos was a comic title dating back to the early 80s, might even been the late 70s. And once you hear this premise, if you haven't heard of Creature Commandos before this, I think you'll understand why James Gunn would want to do this type of series. The original title took place in World War II, and this group of military soldiers in World War II consisted of a Frankenstein, a werewolf, and a vampire. So you have Frankenstein, a werewolf, and a vampire, basically the three big monsters you can think of, and there are World War II veterans fighting in World War II. That definitely fits with James Gunn's style. I can see why he would want to do that. And another actor that I could see that would have been perfect for that would be Taika Waititi. There may or may not have live-action counterparts. He did specify, though, that anytime we depict a character in animation or in a movie or game, they're going to try to get the same actor to either play the role or supply the voice for the part. Now, I don't know if this is going to be set in World War II or if it's going to be a revamped modern version because there is actually a present-day version of Creature Commandos. They just don't explicitly call them Frankenstein and such. At least I don't think so. I'm open to correction on that. But still, you're, you're talking these creatures being part of a military universe. This is probably where the monsters and the gods and monsters title comes from. There will be the live-action series Waller, for HBO Max that will have Viola Davis reprising her role. She'd already been in the Suicide Squad movies, so she's no stranger to the role. And the Peacemaker series will 
tie in with this as well because obviously Peacemaker was in Suicide Squad. He had his own series. It only makes sense that they would cross paths. This will be done by the creative team behind The Watchmen and Doom Patrol. Now, here's one of the big ones, probably the biggest one, the most important movie that's going to be coming out, and that is Superman Legacy. Obviously, with the controversy about not using Henry Cavill, sparked a lot of controversy, and I can understand it. Believe me, I can't. I could not think of anybody better at the moment to play Superman than Cavill. Everything he is was perfect for Superman. Good-looking guy, tall, broad shoulders, looks good with his shirt off. You can you believe a man can fly. James Gunn is writing the Superman movie. No word yet on whether he's going to direct it or not. Nothing was really said yet about the story, but it's been reported through several outlets that this will not be an origin story, which I was hoping it wouldn't be. I don't think we need yet another Superman origin story. I think even people that don't read comics know that Superman is an alien. With the name Legacy attached to it, this is just a shot in the dark. It's just kind of my knee-jerk reaction. I think this may be one of those movies that will take place over a long period of time, and we'll probably have several subplots together. You know, the legend of Superman, you might say. Something that will depict him over the course of a few years, probably as a rookie, then maybe as a veteran superhero and such, in the Justice League, outside of the Justice League, in space. There's lots of ways you could go with that and have one epic movie out of it. We have the much-rumored HBO Max show Lanterns. This will be a Green Lantern series that will portray Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart as sort of space cops or a sci-fi buddy cop show. It will take place on Earth because Earth is part of their beat, part of their precinct, you might say. Gunn referred to the threat as being a terrifying mystery, and that will manifest itself in Lanterns, and that will connect Lanterns to the rest of the DCU. Now, as much as I would love to see it, I don't want to rain in anybody's parade, but I seriously doubt we're going to get David Ramsey back as Diggle, because, of course, Diggle basically was the Arrowverse John Stewart. He just had the last name Diggle instead of Stewart. And we'll, we'll see. I'm still wishing we can just get even a, if it's a cameo, Sean Bean is Alan Scott. I, I Even if I'm the only person that would uh, flip out over that, I'd still love to see it. Another team superhero movie, this one called The Authority. Respect my authority! And this will be a film with the Wildstorm characters, because The Authority, I don't know if you can best describe them as being like Wildstorm's Justice League, but they were like the premier superhero team for Wildstorm. And for those who don't know what Wildstorm is, it was an independent publishing label that was started in the 90s, much like how Image was. And it was eventually bought by DC, and now all those Wildstorm characters are part of the DC universe. But I think the difference with the Authority is they are much more ruthless when it comes to accomplishing the mission, you might say. It's said that they will they are going to be trying to fix the world by any means necessary. One TV show that looks interesting at least from the premise, is Paradise Lost. And the paradise in question is Paradise Island, a.k.a. Themyscira, where all of the Amazons live, where Wonder Woman came from. And he describes it as being kind of like Game of Thrones, just with Amazons and DC characters. This is the type of thing that I like to see because this is the type of show that never would have gotten made 30 years ago. Not even because the budget would probably too, be too high at the time, but 
a series where the entire cast is female or presumably the entire cast is female and they're warriors and whole nine yards, I don't think that would have gotten made 30 years ago. I'm not saying that's a good thing or a bad thing. Well, I think it's a great thing now that it, that it gets made, but I'm just saying that it wouldn't have gotten made 30 years ago because I think too many studios would have thought that it would be too big of a risk to try because in that time, I just don't think an all-female cast for a fantasy action series uh, would have been looked at as being popular. Now, another big one, we're getting The Brave and the Bold, and this will be the DCU Batman. Longtime Batman fans will recognize the name Brave and the Bold. That was an ongoing title. It ran for decades, went, went for a very long time, and it was usually Batman teaming up with other superheroes. Marvel had another thing they would call just Marvel team-up, where there were standalone stories with different Marvel characters teaming up with each other. In this case, though, for the movie, it is going to be Batman and Robin. And not just any Robin, this is going to be Damian Wayne, Bruce Wayne's son. So this will be the introduction to this universe as Batman, as well as the first time we will have seen Damian Wayne in live action. I was kind of hoping we might get a Tim Drake Robin. Maybe that'll happen somewhere down the road, but... I actually like the idea. I think it's a good name. I think it's a good idea to do Robin. Look, I, I love Batman as much as anybody else. I think Batman's cooler than Robin, but you still need Robin, especially since, again, kind of going by the last 30 years, you can go with Robin carrying a good portion of the story because I think it's become easier to do that with all the superhero movies out there, that you can give Robin more to do rather than having to worry about Batman being the focal point of everything. One of the surprise series, and one that I am definitely looking forward to as, as soon as I heard this, and that is Booster Gold. It'll be an HBO Max TV series, most likely a comedy, because for those who don't know, Booster Gold is a time traveler from the future, and he takes what is like everyday tech from the future, comes back to the present day, and uses it to be a superhero, not because he wants to fight crime and make the world better, but because he wants to be popular. He, he does it for the fame and potentially the money. You know, he's, he's the type of guy that might ask for money for an autograph. Like if he wants an autograph, he'll, he might ask for a couple bucks or something like that. And he'd probably want to get product endorsements and commercials, TV shows, all that stuff. But that That's Booster Gold. I think that can translate into some really good comedy on TV. The next one is another one we'll have to see how well it's received. That will be the Supergirl movie, the first Supergirl movie in... 40 years, I guess. Yeah, now. It'll be called Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow. And that is based off of an eight-issue limited series from just a couple of years ago. It's actually a very modern comic by Tom King, who is one of the more sought-after writers today, I think. It's going to be a grittier and more serious Supergirl. I don't know how well people will take to that. We'll see. But the comic series did pay homage to the classic Western novel and movies True Grit because this is a young lady named Ruthie who wants Kara to find revenge for her to get the person that killed her mother, which is almost exactly the plot of True Grit. You just have Supergirl in the John Wayne role or Jeff Bridges role, whichever movie you want to decide to watch. And that really is the, a type of trope that has been around forever. Even not necessarily the revenge thing, but you have the grizzled veteran with the young rookie. I mean, when done well, it works almost every time. If you get two charismatic characters that have chemistry, and you get the grizzled veteran, you get the young buck, 
it can be a, a recipe for success. The last one that James Gunn brought up was Swamp Thing. And I can't say this was a huge surprise, but it, it was not something that I would have been suspected would have been first on the docket. Now, there were two Swamp Thing movies in the 80s with the stuntman Dick Durock, who also went on to play it in a TV series, I believe, as well. It was one of the few times where an actor played the same part in both a feature film and a TV series. But this is going to be more horror-oriented. James Gunn referred to it as a dark horror film, so it's probably going to be rated R. But lately, we've been seeing that R-rated superhero movies can be successful. Look at Birds of Prey, look at Wolverine with Logan. Both those were definitely hard R movies, and both were pretty good, and I thought did well, but... That is all the titles he mentioned. Again, there may be more in the future. There's no games listed here. And he did specify his games would be part of this chapter one. But those nine or ten projects that he mentioned there will probably be the core of it. So, so far, so good in my opinion. I like what I'm hearing. At least he's saying the right things. I know there's probably going to be some pessimism given that James Gunn's history has been with Guardians of the Galaxy and Suicide Squad. I don't think he's going to turn Superman into a you know, foul mouth anti-hero or, or anything like that. I think he is going to treat some of these characters that have great legacies, he's, he is going to treat them with respect. I think, he, I think he will, because in the end, I think James Gunn is one of us. He is a comic geek in his own right, and he knows that a lot of this is going to be sacred ground. And I, I, I totally understand both sides of the cavil argument. I can I could understand keeping him because I we all thought he was great, but I can also understand wanting to go younger because Cavill's 40, 41 now, which would make him about 50 when this chapter is over with. I still think it'd be cool to do a Kingdom Come movie because you could still slap the Elseworlds title on that. But I am curious to hear what you have to say or read what you have to say. This is Geekville Radio. You can find us at geekvilleradio.com. You can respond to posts right there on the page. You can go to our social media pages on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. All of those are as Geekville Radio. And I'm putting up a lot of stuff on the social media as well as the web page, trying to update as, as fast as I can. Sometimes life gets in the way. You know, I'm only human. I haven't figured out how to uh, get superpowers yet. I'm still working on that part. When I do, I'll probably be able to update everything in time. But I do appreciate you folks for listening. If you feel so inclined... Look us up and subscribe at geekvilleradio.com or through the podcast service of your choosing. We're all over Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon. Leave us a review. Let us know what we're doing well. Let us know what we're not doing so well. I always value feedback, especially when it's genuine. So let us know what you think. I'll come back a little later this week with another installment of Geekville Radio. We're also going to be coming out with some examining the doctor episode soon i'm excited about that so i'm going to shut down the power here at the geekville radio studios and talk to you folks again next time geekville radio is not sponsored or endorsed by any product or company unless specifically stated the views expressed by the host and or guests are purely their own and do not represent the views of geekvilleradio.com a1-wrestling.com or any affiliates. Some media used on Geekville Radio is the respective copyright of its publishers, all rights reserved.